This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Born August 3rd in Atlanta, Georgia and raised in St. John's, Michigan and Jasper, Alabama. He is a retired professional boxer, kickboxer, mixed martial artist, and professional wrestler whose hard-hitting style earned him the nickname the King of the Four-Rounders. Finishing his boxing career with 77 wins, 58 by knockout, he's gone on to appear in Jackass the movie has served as a reserve deputy sheriff in his hometown of Jasper, Alabama, and tonight, you can see him live on stage for a night of storytelling at the Comedy Club of Kansas City. Please welcome, the man known as Butterbean, Eric Esch. Look at you, big son of a gun, man. In the studio with us right now, Butterbean. Eric, how are you, man? Man, it's great to be here. This is the first, like, any kind of interview I've done in probably 10, 15 years. That's crazy to me. Just, you just chose not to do them anymore, huh? Well, I, I was actually crippled. I was in a wheelchair. I couldn't walk. I mean, it was like my life has come around, changed in the last six months. It's unbelievable. We, the hip, right? Yeah, both hips, yeah. my back, uh, just mentally wasn't there. And our, our mutual friend, DDP. Oh, he saved my life, man. DDP I, done it. And you've heard this. I've heard this. People, I mean, this is real. I've, I can't tell how many people have said, DDP, with what he does, saved my life. I mean, real people, some from celebrities and former and athletes, to people who just need help physically to get better. Dude, it's real. Diamond Dallas Page is, is the real deal, man. Well, I'm on crutches right now because I just had hip re- total hip replacement yep. like seven days ago. I mean, they chopped the bone off and beat another bone in there with a hammer. and It's, it's, it's ugly. It's pretty brutal. It's you know, ugly, man. You? But the crazy thing, I went in at 5 in the morning. By 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I was back at Dallas's house. That's crazy. I'm like, I'm, I need rest. Dallas is going to kill me over here. Like, yeah, gonna... yeah, because they, they want you up and moving. Oh, yeah, but which is good. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad they did. They pushed you in. I mean, it's, it's, it's awesome. That's, uh, it's, it's crazy. How long were you in a wheelchair, Butterbean? Over three years. And so you, did you ever get out of it? Or is it just, was you? I'm in... out now, yeah. No, I mean, but during those three years, were you? I could, I could, I could like, take a cane or crutches from the car seat to the back of the van to get that's my scooter it. chair. Right. And that's it. Oh. I mean, I couldn't, because... When I I couldn't stand up straight. Imagine bent over. Right. In the messed up part, when I was a kid, like 15, I seen these old people all bent over. I'm going, because I have a real high pain tolerance, like super high pain tolerance. I'm like, I just stand and walk straight. Dude, they just like, said, no, it's not like you that. Can't. It's you not can't. like, it's like that, man. That's why God's saying, Haha, you, I'm going to show you. Just watch what you say. Right. Right. Well, I mean, you know, and you can take pain. You, you just think about everything you've done, the fights you've had, you know. Well, I've, I've fought. And ripped my bicep off my arm, I oh. detach it from the bone. Ugh. End up winning. I've done it twice. I have a friend that horse kicked his bicep off of the bone oh. one time. He was a, a, a furrier, a farrier, and, right. uh, and I kicked him in a ligament, popped up, and it went like a uh, like roll a window up, shade. Yeah, up, well, yeah, like a like a, a window shade. Roll up. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, and I end up winning the fight. Both fights I won. Oh. One fight it took to the third round. Another I've knocked him out in the second. But yeah, it's, it's like I have a real high pain tolerance, but. I'm telling you what, when you can't, you cannot physically bend something. Right. Like if I laid on, on the ground, my feet were two foot off the ground. You could not push them down. That's crazy. And when so he, what, what what was the cause of it? Just the years of abuse? Just, well, just, that and arthritis, it just like yeah. bonded together. It took about an hour and a half longer per leg than normal surgery on, on, on the hip surgery. So now you've, you're doing uh, the work with DDP. Yep. And everything is, you're feeling better, you're feeling looser, because like, that's what everybody says. People can say what they want about, like, yoga. His is a different kind of it's yoga. It's DDPY. It's not yoga. Don't, yeah, don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll kick, he'll kick your <laughs> right. ass. I mean, he'll but, let you know right off the bat. But it is it is real, because you have to stretch, you have to move, you have to stay limber, That's and he's going to work you to death. Oh, it's it, but it's great. Yep. 
Yep. I mean, you feel better. You, I mean, it takes depression. It takes everything out of your like normal wear and tear. Just you don't you forget about life and just it's like you're energized. I'm actually planning on having one more fight before I retire. No, don't know more. Do not I, don't no. do it. Why Jake, do you want to do Jake that? Paul, Jake Paul was running his mouth about me a while back. Yeah, well, that's... Yeah, yeah but you don't, don't, you don't want to take I'm going to have mate. one more. I want <clears throat> one more. Just just for me. I don't care about... Just for me. God. I see. I don't want you to do it. I just don't. I just... Man, you, you got your hips back. You're in a good place. You're getting better all the time. That kid and that kid's strong too. I'm not saying you wouldn't oh, whip dude, his ass, I but he's knock him out. Oh yeah, but he's. <laughs> has he I don't little, want him. I don't want him afraid. I'm not a runner. Has I don't he want got him a little? Chase him down. Has he got a little reach on you or no? Oh, I'm sure he does. Everybody, Larry Holmes did too, but I'm yeah, not that's right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact, man. I'm, I mean, I'm you a went tough the distance. Old bird. I'm not like. I'm not like. What? What? So when you were a kid, were you a fighter? Or I mean, I would assume you didn't have to be because you're a, a you're a big guy. Dude, my brother and sister used to beat me all yeah, the right. time. I had three brothers. So, yeah, yeah, I'm a fighter. Yeah, but I mean, did I lived you, through that. When did you When did you start fighting? Uh, like, like really fighting? I was like, in my tw- I was 25. I, I started late. I mean, I was 26 for four years. So the announcer around, I said, "Bean, how how old really are you? Because right. you've been 25 for you know for four years." Right. I'm like, all right, I'm 26 now. Hey, okay. <laughs> and uh, what did you want to do? Somebody's uh, was it a tough man contest? Well, it was a dare. I entered a tough man contest, and I started knocking people out. And here I'm making 200 bucks a week. And this has been, you know, 35, 40 years ago. I'm making a couple hundred dollars a week just busting my back hump. I mean, just working my ass right. off just to make ends meet with three kids. And so they entered a tough man contest, got to beat people up, not go to jail. And they paid me really well. And I made a thousand bucks for a weekend. Right, right. I'm like, that's two months' salary. Was it easy for you? Yeah, I loved it. Just what's the key to knocking somebody out? I, I couldn't tell you. But it, it's I just that, I mean, that I th- you I, know I when it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I went out there with no fear, because I mean the worst they can do is gonna, the worst they can absolutely do is kill you. Yeah. So if you got that mentality, yeah. I guess <laughs> I have to. I, got, I mean, well, but a I mean, lot of people don't think like that. That's fighters the old not, saying: is never go to war with a man who's not afraid to die. Yeah, I mean, fighters are not 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 right. We're right? not we're not mentally stable people. Well, and if you can do it without anger. Oh yeah, you don't want to be mad at them. You, right. you don't do as good. Yeah, and just if you, because I've seen those guys that can do it without anger, and they're terribly frightening. Because, and I have friends are like, I remember, I'm like, you just like to fight, don't you? Like, if he gets hit, you could see he's like, mm, that felt like I'm alive. Well, let me tell you, in a street fight, the guy you got to worry about is the one that's not threatening you. Yeah, the he, smiling guy. Just, yeah, he nods yeah. and smiles, and like, yeah, yeah, like he's yeah. all chill. That's the guy you got to worry about. Yeah, because there's always the one, the quiet guys. Oh. Trust me, I've been sat down flat. I didn't even get my legs bent before I hit the ground. You know, little guys. Little, yep. like it was. It was It was a little Hispanic guy. Oh, bump beer in a bar. Like, and I barked at him, and he barked at me, and I barked one too many times. And suddenly, it, the whole thing went white. And I was just sitting on the floor in my ass. And I was like, oh, oh hey, uh, I'm going to buy you that beer as soon as I get up. I remember, I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got to yeah. worry about the ones that don't threaten you. The mm-hmm. ones you gotta, you're not just right then. you got to worry about them later down the road. They're Clearly, this, watch out for. he had boxing skills. because I, I never even saw the, the punch wind up. Like, there was no, there was no giveaway. <laughs> Especially if it's a woman. Oh. <laughs> they're, they're meaner than anything. You want a woman that hollers at you and tells you what she's going to do and threaten you. That's the yes. ones you want. You Ronda want Rousey. Just, hey, you don't want the ones just quiet about it. Go to sleep, honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah you're like, yeah, that's all right, baby. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead was it Willie Nelson got died? He woke up. He, she sewed him into his uh, into his sheet and then beat him with a with a pan. Her ex husband, her his uh, ex wife. He, he got caught cheating on her one time, and so while he was passed out, she literally sewed him into the sheet till it was just a big cocoon, and then proceeded to just beat on him yeah, until she was done. Well, it's better than the, the Bobbitt story. Right? <laughs> right. That right. might be above some people's age, but yeah, look it up on the internet. It's interesting. Oh, we met him. We hung out with that crazy bastard back in the day at uh, Dennis Hoff's brothel, the Bunny Ranch. Yeah, I've been there. Dennis yeah. was a great guy. Was, was a great, great guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, we were really there was. with him three months before he passed. We did the show from there. And, uh, you know, we spent a lot of time. And so he hired, you know, Bobbitt, right, right, yeah, who was yeah. not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Oh, not even close. No. And then, of course, he absconded with a girl. And it just, it didn't turn out for him. Amazing. But, yeah, he was, 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 he, he, ate, he ate crayons. He was that guy. <laughs> His yeah. wife was kind of hot, too. Yeah. I mean, she really was. <laughs> she was spicy, to and, say and the and least. And quiet. Yes. Yeah. And the quiet Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's okay, baby. You cheat on me all you want. Hey, yeah. if, you're, if you're just doing a show, the great Butterbean is with us. He's going to be at the Comedy Club of KC tonight. You're just doing one show. Just one show. I'm, I'm basically telling my life story, uh, a few jokes, little funny things has happened, and, you know, just my life. I mean, from, you know, being a fat kid picked on to, to banging porn stars. Yeah, right? <laughs> By the way, who'd you bang? I ain't saying. Oh, it's a porn star. You can say. No. Would she be upset? 
My wife might be. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. She knows I did it, but she right. just don't she know. She doesn't want to know details. Yeah, right, she, right. She just don't want to know. More than one? Yeah. <laughs> Good for I, you. I beat sex addiction. Put it, well, I haven't beat it yet. Yeah, no, I'm saying that. You, you can't be, it can't be beaten. Will, Will, Chamber, <laughs> like, like, Will Chamberlain's numbers are almost up to mine. It was bad. I mean, I was. I had a real bad problem. Well, well, boxing well, girls, they, they, there's girls who love fighters. I mean, there's a, something about that alpha male. I watch this. Like, you go to a, a big fight, like a cage match, and you'll see those girls just, it's, it's, they just pivot towards the guys who are winning, the biggest guys. Oh, people the don't get it. Guys. People don't understand like, that. Like it's, with it's Donald genetic. Trump, with Donald Trump, you know, all the women. Yeah. Like, people don't get why they were tra- like yes. talking to him, but I understand. It's he's the alpha. Like that's that's the thing. He's he's the richest. He's the most powerful. He's got all the like. It's always been that. It's still that way, and all across the animal kingdom, I can tell you the biggest lion eats first. And, and the crazy thing in boxing, that's the king of all sports. Yeah, basketball, football, that's boxing's it. MMA, boxing, it's right up top. Fighting, you know, it's it's when you're a fat kid. When you're the fat kid that got picked on in high school, and you never had a girlfriend, never had this, never had that, and then bam, it's right there. Right, it's like and oh, they're, they're great looking. The candy shop is mine. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't feel like that's an addiction. I say, I call that taking taking advantage of your situation. Well, when, you, when you're I married, you, I mean, I, I was a shithead. I'll be honest. Yeah. I mean, my yeah. wife, my wife was like. The best in the world to be able to, to still be with her. I've been married over 30 years, so. Gotcha. Now I understand. She's the top. So she, I mean, she knows about a lot of them. Not not quite all of them. Never but, do that. Yeah. Never get, never but do that. Never, never <laughs> not. She knows a few of them. She didn't know like a couple of my girlfriends. You are. Uh, so you're doing these world tough men. What year did you start tough man? What was your first championship tough man? I mean, it was in the 80s. Like Because I remember watching 90s, you on yeah, television as a kid. You know, the thing is, a tough man, after you fight a couple, they normally kick you out. But I had such a big draw. Right. They let me fight. Because you're a great character. You're you're well-spoken. You're funny. You're, you've got this great way about you. You know, and because you're not a super chiseled guy, everybody rooted for you. Yeah. I you mean, know, you're, you're, you're us. I had a whole six-pack and abs and everything. You're just covered up. Sure. Of course. <laughs> of course, man. But, I mean, that's why we loved you. Because... We all saw us up there. We all saw the guy we wanted to be. We all went. The dude eating hot dogs and yes. nachos. And, and yeah. then the other guy walks out. He, he he looks like that. And then you clean his clock. And we're like, yes, that's the way we want the world to be. One of my favorite thing, we was at a fight. It was a tough man. And, um, and Mr. T's like, I'm fighting a body, male bodybuilder, like stripper. Like he's a, yeah. he's bad. I mean, he's, he's a tough dude. Michigan, beat that pretty boy. You can do it mean. Good for I him. I know you're fat, but you can beat that pretty boy. That's nice. And, and I mean, I just, I, I clocked, cleaned his clock, and I had one of the biggest, I mean, the next day, Showtime come to me and goes, how many people did you bring to this event? Because it's a two-day event. Mm-hmm. And I go, I only brought my wife. And there was probably 70 people that had went out and bought Butterbean T-shirts. Yes. There was three state troopers from Texas that had the red, white, and blue hole, like, outfit. They went and I had them custom made. That's great. It's like, I'm like, wow. I just, it, it blows my mind, things like that. The, the response that you can touch somebody's life like that. Yes. It's just like, because here's a fat kid, the underdog, the underdog. Always. I was the underdog. It's what we all want. We all want to believe that that's, that can happen for, for everybody. And I'm telling you, like, I, I know for sure that's, that's the secret, but you also got to be a great fighter and you got to win. It's, it's not enough. You can't just be the underdog. You got to be the guy who can really become the champion. Oh yeah. That's, that's it. You just got to be able to, you got to be able to do what you say you're going to do. Yeah. And you, and listen, you're, you're, like talking to you, I don't sense that you have any damage at all mentally. Like, like for, you got hit a lot, and a lot of time boxers, you know, they get a little drunk, right? They get a little punched. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, I, mean, you know. I, I got lucky. I really did. I mean, you I really, got, you know, I, I would rather have my body beat up and like it is. It's it's yeah. pretty brutal. I mean, I, I was in rough shape. I mean, honestly, I didn't think I had a couple of years. I, honestly, honestly, I didn't think I was going to live a couple more years. Well, and when you're in the chair, I'm, I'm sure you're like you're not even sure if you want to. No, I didn't. You know, I, mean, it's not, I, I didn't. I did not go to the when I was inducted in the Boxing Hall of Fame. I did not go I because you were in the chair. I was too embarrassed. Uh, you know, I get it. I get it. Now I'm uh, like a I year wish, ago or so. So I, I wish I you. Mean, well, they, I wish they'd let you take it. You know, yeah. now I wish they'd let you receive it. Well, I was inducted. I was inducted. I, right. I just didn't go. No, I just like but to I, see I, the I, ceremony. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go yeah. next year. I'm gonna go next year and just because I'm like, I'm telling you what, I'm in great shape. I mean, I'm I weigh less now than I ever have. Yeah, I mean, no. maybe when I was 15, I weighed this. Well, probably <laughs> less, probably 12. By this time next year, with DDP and the DDPY, like you will be, uh, you'll be, you'll feel like you're 20 years younger. You know, when I was fighting it, 
when I did get down, I was 305 at one time. I had actually a physical. You could see my abs at 305. Wow. Wow. So I'm under that now. I mean, they're starting to come back. You, uh, you know who I, and you may know him through the boxing years. Uh, he had Jimmy's Corner, Jimmy Connor, uh, 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 in New York City, outside of Times Square. Uh, Jimmy, uh, oh, God dang it. Uh, he was a boxing legend. He was a corner man. Uh, I probably know who you're talking about. I just and and he was just an amazing guy. So you'd walk into that bar and it was every picture with every heavyweight you've ever known in your life, and he was there. And so Jimmy just he died, he died of COVID, and uh, uh, he was absolutely Jimmy Glenn. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So Jimmy Glenn. And so a couple times we'd get to sit and talk with him. You know, we'd have drinks and he'd sit by the jukebox and he was one of those guys that. But he's seen it all, done it all. And uh, one of the greatest boxing bars ever, and uh, in New York City on on uh, it was it's it, sadly I, I heard that it just closed. It finally did over off Forty Fourth Street. The sun oh, ran it for a little while. But some of these boxing legends like um, Sugar Ray Leonard came in the studio, and he's pretty. Like yeah, you know what I mean? He's a great guy. Yeah. yeah. You he's, get him and Tommy Hearns together. You want to talk about funny? Yeah. Oh Lord, them oh. two. It's just like they feed off each other. Yeah, and just I've still got the boxing glove he gave me, you know. And but he was one of those guys. Like you look at him, you're like, I finally had to ask. I go, did anyone ever hit you? Because you're as good looking as you've ever been. You he's know, smart. like he's, he's super. So, I mean, that's a, a lot of people don't understand. A lot of fighters are super smart, very intelligent. Sure, pro wrestlers are the smartest. Like out of Without all a of doubt, you good. They got to be. Mick Foley is incredibly oh, Mick's, smart. Mick's a very good friend of mine. He is. He is smart. Yeah, and uh, you know Baron Corbin's from Kansas City. And uh, so he's a, he's a brother. And, uh, you know, all those guys, you're absolutely right. They're, they're smart. DDP is smart. Oh, DDP genius. is a machine. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, if if he somebody puts a mountain in front of him, he just figures out how to go under it, around it, or over it. We just got done doing a reality show with him. Like, I don't know if I mentioned much about it, but he pretty much probably got over a million and a half dollars of his own money in this show. And it's basically to help people out. It's yeah. not a reality show, believe me. It's it's it is, but it's not. But it's kind of like messed up. And he's been doing it for years. He's been helping people. I oh, know, he's, yeah, a, a bunch of people. He's helped lose weight, get out of chairs, become physical again, get if out you, and, and and go. If you watch the Arthur story, just punch in Diamond Dallas Page Arthur story. Yes, yes, I know the one you're if talking you don't about. Cry, you're not human. That's right. That's right. You, uh, so, so this, like when you're going, people are going to come see you tonight and they're going to hear this story from the beginning. This is the very first time I've done anything like this. I've had clubs that's been getting hold of me for the last five years, want me to come do this at their clubs and I've turned them all down. I I don't want to. I'm just, well, I really, I was embarrassed to go to. I understand. But my life story is from, you know, when I was a kid, fat kid picked on, I mean, like to like, I don't want to tell you everything because I mean, it's, I got so many different stories to like. Trust it's, me, it's crazy. It's nobody like, ever gets tired of hearing the the good guy win. None of us. But there's and, depression and like bad things that's happened. But of I, course, I, I just got done doing a podcast. I did a podcast. I mean, for a to while. all of us, you know. But that's the thing. I think people got to know is you're right. There's going to be bad days. If it's raining, mm-hmm. it's going to sun again. It's going to be sunshine again. If it's sunny, you got to know rain will come eventually. Yeah, if, this gotta, is our you life. You got to realize you got to get up and push through it. Yeah, you got to and talk yeah. to somebody. Right. If you got depression, talk to somebody. And never be ashamed of it. I I had this discussion with somebody the other day. I said, look, if your arm was broken, you would go to the doctor, wouldn't you? They're like, yeah. And I go, then why would you not go talk to somebody if you're having these feelings? They're not healthy, and you know it's not how you normally feel. So you would go to somebody. There should be no shame in that. I laid in bed almost two years. Two years in bed depressed. Mm -hmm. I couldn't. I didn't want. I didn't want. Your wife stayed with you the whole time. Oh yeah, she's. She's she's, right. She's the same. She's the best. I mean, she honestly, if you, the the stuff I put her through, um, I was a shit. I mean, I really was. I was an ass. I mean, but that's just how it happened. I mean, like, well, as long as you figure it out now, and you guys are correct, that's. Oh, we're good. Yeah, yeah. It's not for anybody else to judge. You know, it's it's between you and her, right? Oh yeah. I mean, it's like it's a different lifestyle too. I mean, she understood, Mm -hmm. like you know. Right. Things like that happen, and especially when you're on the road like I was. I was on the road. I, I mean, sometimes I was gone and lived in a hotel for six months at a time. Yeah. What about Jackass? How did you end up with Knoxville, which was such a great scene, and he's a great cat. <laughs> they, but, they just called me up one day, and I said, sure, I'll do it. My son goes, you ever seen the show, Dad? I said, no, no. He goes, you probably should watch it right. first. That's hilarious. So, so I watched it, and, you know. And what do they tell you? They really wanted me to knock him out. But the rest of the story, you have to come to the club and find out. It's, right. It's, 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 it's actually funny. Because you can see, I mean, we've all seen the movie and seen, seen the show or when you do it. And, uh, and when you hit him, 
you realize he's never stood a chance like poor Johnny Knoxville. Oh, Johnny, like, he yeah, had to yeah. stop now. You know, he's had enough head injuries. Like, he has to stop. I was with Johnny like a month ago. We did the Family Feud. So it's it's airing now, the Family Feud. Nice. Oh, you got to watch it. It's funny. Johnny's tasing people. And, you know, <laughs> so Steve good. Harvey, honest to God, Steve Harvey was terrified of Johnny. Right. He didn't want to get in. I'm the only one that actually shook or bumped, fist bumped anybody on the. Because I'm the only one that was on the. Show that wasn't a full time member, right? And uh, and did so, they did they ask you to ever, did they ever ask you to join? And be no, a part they, of it? they wanted me to be in other shows, but just never. I mean, I was so busy, right? And so all these fights, how many fights total, by the way? I've had over three hundred. God, because I fought MMA, tough man, <laughs> kickbox. I've done every kind of mixed martial arts, any kind of combat sport, including sumo wrestling in Japan. Jesus God, I've done it, all of it. <laughs> I would I'd love love to go to Japan. That's that's my next. I travel as it much as I can. Crazy. That's the one place I've not been able to get to is Tokyo, like downtown in the middle of, the, of that madness. The only problem they're racist. Yeah. Well, I mean, which go, who, who's not when you go to a country? You know what I mean, well, you it know just, how hard it is like, to pick up a Chinese Japanese girl. I don't it's know. It's impossible. No, they can't. They can't. They can't hook up with white guys. No. Yeah. I mean, well. It's just, no. I mean, it's like culturally a band, but. It, it's, if, it you is. Run into, if you run into the same girl in Hawaii, she's all over you. It don't make sense. <laughs> you, so all these fights, what would you say the worst one was? And when you think of like the one that was hardest on you, was it uh, a professional boxing match or was it a mixed martial arts? Probably a mixed martial arts. And what the problem was, is I, I'd gained a lot of weight and I'd, I'd got sleep apnea, but I didn't have the machine. Right. So, I mean, it's like my oxygen level was gone. But my determination to keep going, like I'm turning purple and I can't breathe. Oof. But I'm still throwing punches, fighting, and I'm about to get dizzy and pass out because of it. Are you? Are you? So you're still standing up at this point during that fight? You you weren't on the ground at that no, point. No, no, no. I, I mean, I went to the ground. You right. know, I went to American Top Team. I don't know if you ever heard of Top Team. ATT, they're the top trainers in the world. Okay. I mean, like Laborio that runs it, one of my closest friends, and they taught me all that stuff. Matter of fact, K1 in, in Pride called Laborio goes. No, we don't want you training Butterbean because we don't want him to win. Yeah. He goes, tough. <laughs> and I submitted their very last Pride show. I submitted Zuluzino, which was one of their big Brazilian guys, and that, on that show. And submitting some people don't know, because it all changed, right, when Hoist Gracie and the Gracie family got in. It changed yeah, yeah. the whole thing. It went from, you know, Tank Abbott and Kimbo Slice and all these guys. It was really fun to watch. And it definitely slowed the game down a lot and took a little of the circus out of it, but over time it became what what it what it is today. Really, true mixed martial arts. Yeah, that's you why know. that's why UFC was formatted after Hoist Gracie. Yeah, no no rounds because he was better longer term. Right. They didn't wear gloves because he couldn't punch. He had no punch. Right. He so just was breaking them apart. He done better. With you can hit harder with gloves on than you can without gloves. People don't realize that. Yeah, because otherwise you'll lose your hand, right? Well, yeah, you'll break your bones. Yeah, all the glove is people. A, a boxing glove and an MMA glove has about the same padding. A pro boxing glove and an MMA is about the same padding. And just one's compressed. Right. Yeah, and and that's a, it is a terrible thing. Like bare knuckle fighting, you did that as well. No, I, I've had nope. a lot of offers. They still. Um, Ken Shamrock's begging me to be in his bare knuckle. I'm going to have one more fight, like I said. He's begging me to do it in bare knuckle, but the money's not in bare knuckle right yet. No, no. We've got some friends who do it, and uh, like the Hillbilly Hammer down in the Ozarks, and he just went over to London to fight. And uh, he didn't. it didn't go his way that day, but but he's another one of those guys. He has a construction job during the day. He's like six foot four. He's a great big ginger. And you, you look at him and you realize this dude works every day of his life. And then for fun, he goes out and he fights bare knuckle. Well, I was like, being a tough man. I was working a full-time job and God. going and fighting three fights in one night. Jesus, Butterbean. I don't, I don't know how you did it. I, Honestly, I, I don't know how you did it. I had broke, I had broke when I, the very last Pride show. They paid really well. I mean, extremely well. Good. And I broke this hand two weeks before the show. In a fight, I had a, like a boxing match. It was like a celebrity type thing, but yeah, I mean it was a regular boxing match, but it was for charity. The money all went for charity, and I hit the guy. The, this bone, you can see it right here in the hand. Where oh it sure, pops yeah, up. yeah, like it's like it, it pushed it your knuckle broke. back. It was like yeah. this. I actually had to pull it back in. I didn't tell the commission Ugh. because they would have suspended me. Right. So I went to my doctor and said, "Look, am I going to mess my hand up permanently? No, yeah. you're going to re-break it if you hit him." So I said, "I'm cool." <laughs> call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game 
You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast what, what do you think the the worst shot you ever took was like when you went that hurt that actually hurt pretty bad they none of them hurt are you kidding no none of them hurt i oh the big the hardest you ever heard of getting your bell wrong yeah yeah well cabbage rare <laughs> kicked me and I could hear bells. It was like, like, oh, this ain't good. Like, yeah, like tonight it's almost only, yeah, it's, yeah. In, it's on the interior. But I, yeah. I fought a little bit that I found I, I couldn't, I couldn't go no more because I couldn't, I couldn't, I, my, I was getting dizzy. I never been knocked out. I've been knocked down and called technical You've knockout. You've never been knocked out. Never been knocked out. Never been on, only one time. That's crazy to me. I fought a guy named Marcus Royster in a Hawaiian K1 Grand Prix and he kneed me and broke my sternum. And I ended up winning the fight. And I mean, a broken sternum is probably the, way, the most that, that, that could lead to right to heart failure at that point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's you're right at the edge of everything goes bad there. So, and this is a big guy. He's 6'4", 6'5", 3". Yeah, he's huge. He's a ex-NFL player. I mean, he's like a legit yeah. badass. And I was on the plane going home from Hawaii, and I sneezed. And I was out for about three or four minutes, my wife said. Just from a sneeze. That's... That's, that's awful. And I've had a lot of, I mean, a lot of injuries. I said that's the worst pain I've ever been in. But by far, that's like the worst. Like, you couldn't breathe. Yeah. When you, a little shallow breath hurt. Dude, if you just went to the show, the great, the legendary Butterbean. All these, how many, so let's break this down real quick. Because I want people to really understand. So, in your pro career, tell me if I have this right, 77 wins, I've had over 50. 100, over 100 professional. A lot of them don't go on the records because you're fighting in the States. Right. Because I fought. Well, but some before, are pro boxing, some are MMA, some are, I don't, uh, they're all different, right? Right. But I'm talking just boxing. Okay. I fought some boxing fights that were in states that didn't have a commission, so they really didn't put it on your record. Got it. Unless you went through all kind of formal paperwork and went to a commission that, that said, okay, we had somebody there that's seen it, we can justify it and put it on your record. Other than that, I had a lot of 25, 30 fights that were in states. Before they had a commission. I had it in my head, and I don't think it's true, but for whatever reason, I had it in my head that you and Tommy Morrison had crossed paths. No, I mean, we, we crossed I don't know paths where, many I don't, times. I don't it. know where I got that. Like, he wanted to fight you, or you were going to, or there was just, I don't know, but I don't know why I have that in my head. Tommy was a flip of a coin. He's had two oh. sides to him. Oh, no, no. We, I met him when he was brand new. I was just starting this gig. You know, that was 29 years ago. And I met him in 94. He came in the first studio. He was still young. And, you know, he had the tattoo of Elvis on his ass right. and pulled his pants down in the studio showing us. And he was a very sweet kid still. Yeah. And, and yeah, I know. And then he, he hung out with a lot of just suck-ass, sycophants, 
like terrible human being, human remorse. Like they 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 killed him as much as he killed himself. Yeah. And uh, and then you saw the rest, and then he just kind of slowly went crazy. And I thought that was that was one of the hardest things I've ever seen. That was my first, I think, up close where you see a celebrity. You know, he did that movie, all this disintegrate. You know, with the HIV, and of course, Kansas City was right. basically his home. And uh, and then in the end, he was so so badass crazy. Well, he had he had his girlfriend convinced he didn't have AIDS. Oh, uh, I, I argued on the air with him about it. Yeah, and, he's I, just he just yeah. It was sad, man. It was sad. And I mean, I got nothing bad to say about the guy, and I'm sure some people do, but. He was never anything but oh, he was always okay with us. He was straight I, up just, with me. I just I mean, felt bad. You know what I mean? You, just knew, to see you knew who people. you were dealing with. Right. That's just it. If you didn't know who you were dealing with, you'd be like, this guy's a jerk. Yeah. Yeah, no, he came in, he came in hot. No doubt. You uh well, who tell me in terms of like the big boxers, like the the legends, like who have you crossed paths with that you would say you're friends with? You know, uh, when all you of them. really home, I mean Holmes, we we How many rounds at Holmes? I went ten with Holmes. Yeah, you went the distance, man. He's terrified of me. Jesus I mean, I, I wouldn't call us friends, but I mean, we're acquainted. Me and Tyson Larry are friends. Holmes. And Tyson, listen, he's uh, terrifying. Riddick Bo, I mean, pretty much all of them. I mean, I'm good friends with, like, a lot of them. Sugar Ray, Tommy Hearns. I mean, I am uh, I was friends with Vinnie Paz. I mean, like. What do you, th- I mean, with Tyson, like, uh, a couple years ago, that video came out of him training. Just right. him working the bag and he's stuff. He's in great shape. Tyson, I was, Tyson, it's terrifying. Just human beings. He How would dominate. Fast. He would dominate right now. Oh, he's. See, it, they actually, they actually called me when Tyson and um, Tyson and uh, Jones fought yes. because Jones couldn't pass his physical, so they called me, want me to fight him. <laughs> I was in a wheelchair, I couldn't. I'm like, Jesus, opportunity. Let's see if we get up. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm standing up, trying to get, yeah. I'm trying to get ready for hey, a listen, fight. If you, you know, thinking in my mind, I'm like, man, if you push yourself hard enough, you can do this. And it's I couldn't a great stand. Payday, I, couldn't right? stand but... I was like at a ninety. I, I'm not joking. I was at a ninety degree angle. Oh. I could not stand up. But you to walk into a ring with Mike Tyson because you know that's that's the joke between men, right? Like, how much would it take for you to stand, get in that ring? And everybody's like, well, I don't know how much would it take. You know, you're only gonna get hit a couple times for your unconscious. And See, I if, if you're, if you're a regular it, guy, you I would have done it winner take all back then. That's how confident, because I knew Tyson wasn't afraid of me. If I hit him, God. and that's the other fact, they were it's afraid terrifying. of me knocking him out. I've never, oh, you would disrupt the whole industry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's I mean, one reason, be, people don't realize that's why that fight never happened. Why, why is it you had that ability? That, that thing that, I mean, because that's what happened with you. Like, you would swing, and it, it was unlike any other. You, you know, you knocked a lot of people out. I knocked a guy out named Louis Monaco. He ended up knocking out Kevin McBride. McBride knocked Tyson out. Yep. Um, he knocked out Buster Douglas. Douglas knocked Tyson out. Right. And I knocked him out, like, quick. But I had to catch a flight to get home. And if I wouldn't have knocked him out early in the rounds, I was there for two more extra days. Hold so on. You, you were, you're like, my flight's leaving. I'm going to hurry up and knock you out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jesus That's Christ exactly. almighty. I mean, I was in a hurry. I had to get it done. <laughs> All, you're all that is man. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm like, but I just, I'd love to have that, like, and be able to say it, like, in all honesty, and be like, yeah, no, no, I had to go home, so I got to knock you out. So listen, we're gonna do this now. Bing, you're gone. Yeah, I'm getting in my feelings. I mean, yeah, really. I mean, yeah. we actually become friends afterwards. Yeah, TikTok, so. Bing, Bong, come out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, but you know, every guy wants to be a, that warrior. Every guy wants to have that strength, that ability, even if they don't want to use, it, they just want to feel it and die. Uh, so when again, when we watch you, Butterbean. And and we hear your stories. I think it's incredibly important for people to come out tonight to see you. By the way, if you're wondering, it's 103rd and State Line Comedy Club of Kansas City. But you, this is a documentary. This is uh, I think it, what you're doing right I'm now not, is going to be there the just to make you laugh. It's I mean you're gonna there's gonna be some funny shit that happens. Trust yep. me. I mean there's some stuff that makes me laugh. Um, but there's just probably some stuff that makes you cry. Sure, but it has. But to it's be. my story. It's like what happened. I mean like. I'm the underdog. I mean, it's like yeah. I, I'm. I, we're, they're, they're, I got a producer been writing a, a documentary on me for the last four years, so I'm surprised I hadn't made a movie yet. I mean, it's like my you, my mom was killed when I was young in a car wreck. She was in a bad wreck when I was like three. She didn't she didn't die till I was like eight. So she was in the hospital from then on. Never left the hospital. So I mean, I had a rough life growing up. What was your dad like? He worked all the time. I mean, it was like a year, you know, you really didn't know if I had a dad because my brothers and sisters raised me because he had to work to support And it's family. terrifying to lose a parent and to not know where what's going to happen in the future. When, I mean, because you are just a little kid, man. Oh, yeah. We won a huge lawsuit because of the wreck, why it happened. There was an anti-skid device on a car 
It didn't work. And we won the largest settlement ever against a housewife. Um, it was like $28 million we right. won. Or 100, I mean, $128 million. But it takes forever to do that, we, doesn't it? It was like, like, it was like a 15-year lawsuit. Yeah, and then the lawyers. Yeah, by the time we had 28 full-time attorneys. Full-time oh, on the case. So, how I mean, much, you know, I mean, by we, then you're already we, grown, we, right? My dad got... My dad got some money. I mean, but I got a little bit of money. But but you know what? It was kind of great because when we moved, we moved to Alabama, and I got to spend a lot of time with my dad. Yeah. So all the time that I didn't get to spend with him, I got some really good quality That's time. Nice. When, What'd your dad do for a living? Uh, he worked at General Motors for a long time, and then we opened. My dad opened because he's like me. He's always got to do something. He can't just like retire. He could retire and never have to work. No, he, opened, he opened a t- bait and tackle shop and loved fishing, and that's, nice. that's what he did. Nice. And no, then you have he, to have he died young. He died from a heart attack. But I think it was from sleep apnea, which I ended up having because I got big. And But, uh, yeah, it's... Did you see the new... I know this is a weird turn, but uh, have you seen the new sleep apnea thing where they, they it's almost like a pacemaker they put in you, and they run a wire to your palate... And when it senses that it's going to go a little soft, it gives a slight, you don't even feel it apparently, yeah, apparently but, it, yeah, but it goes apparently rigid. Apparently you don't feel a shock. Yeah, yeah wrong, yeah. wrong. <laughs> do, do you have it? Yeah, no, I'm not doing it. Uh, right, so, yeah. But I mean, but I saw that and I thought, man, you know, for people who don't want to wear the mask or people who travel a lot, who it's a drag to drag it all around, it's because uh, they're doing it like in Kansas City Technology now. Technology is great. I mean, and that it sleep is, apnea is, is real. It really does rob you of just, everything. It's, man. It's, it's nothing it's, my son, he's healthy, like ripped, and he's got it. It's not just snoring. No, it's really, it's, it's, it's bad for you. Yeah, your, 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 I don't know what it's called, trachea, whatever, it just closes. Yeah, your whole palate at the top, yeah, it, just, it, just it just goes soft and falls. Yeah. And uh, there's there's even another uh, one that you can do outpatient I looked at that was uh, three fiberglass, like, sticks, basically, under your skin that just wow. become rigid in the roof of your mouth over the back so that you just, it doesn't, it doesn't go to, it doesn't relax that much and, and close your airway off. So yeah, but it's real. I got enough surgeries. I'm, I'm like, I'm. You're not scared of that. Yeah, you I give know. yourself stitches. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have no we doubt used, about that. To, like, honestly, we used to have super glue. Like, oh, I've got I, some I in my house right now. Doctor, yeah. medical super glue. I've got Whenever some in my cuts, house right we just, now. We just glue ourselves up. And... Coolest thing I found. You're gonna love this too, because especially when you start fighting, it it, uh, it's, it looks like a, a pair of shoelaces, and it's got this great surgical glue, and it goes on either side of a cut if you get split. And you just pull it tight like shoelaces, and it locks in place. So it's it's oh, just yeah, like yeah. Um, it's, I just bought these. I'm trying to think. I don't know what it's called. I don't know. Exactly yeah. What you're talking. yeah. But they're killer, man. Because yeah. we were at the woods all the time with chainsaws and hurting ourselves and doing stupid stuff. We so went as far as duct tape. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> duct tape will work in a pinch for sure. You, uh, if you're just joining the show, the great Butterbean is is with us, and uh, I know you got places to go, but. Uh, and this is your first interview in how many years? Fifteen. At least fifteen years. I mean, I've not. I've like. I, I did a podcast with Boss Rutten. Mm-hmm. Greatest liver yeah. puncher in the world. Oh, man. Yeah, me, Boss, uh, Flex Wheeler, the bodybuilder. Yep. Uh, we did a podcast together, and it was called Talking Tough. It basically just covered life. Like, hey, we've had our ups and downs. I mean, like. It's it's bo- impossible for me to see you at this point. I'm looking in your eyes, and I'm, I'm just watching you and listening to you. It's impossible for me to see put you in a in a in a. Uh, in a chair or a or a bed for two years right now because you're three, so over three because you're so good right now like you are alive alive yeah, I'm, alive I'm alive I mean I feel amazing it's like you know I just had hip replacement yeah. like it ain't no joke I mean they only they take a hacksaw they chop your bone oh, off they chunk it in the garbage and hammer it in then they hammer another piece uh, in take a drill and bore yeah. out yeah they send you home the same day yeah. uh, awful awful and uh, and how do you keep from are you so tolerant of pain that you can you don't get a problem with the opiates like when they give you those like is oh, it I ever, love them of course <laughs> <laughs> no really it messed me up because I was taking pain med before and, and what they give me for the pain for this was less than I was taking before right so I mean it's not a problem you know that that the oxys and because they give me like a five which was nothing I was right. having to take two and three just to my problem was they done the surgery here but it was hurting way down here by my knee. Mm-hmm. And why Which, is that? Do they know why? Well, just, because just, with my, my my surgery, they had to actually physically stretch the muscles ugh. and pull them in. I mean, there's little tears and like, like sure, they had to physically like the skin around it that sinuous like white skin around the chicken. Mm-hmm. They peeled it all off. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the, it the, wasn't like mine the, the was fascia, like, whatever it is. Yeah, yes. I know what you're talking about. Mine was like took an hour and a half longer than most hips. The, this doctor in Atlanta that did it does all the wrestlers. He done Scott Hall. Done like big names. Yeah, and by the way, we haven't even spoken about your wrestling years. I mean, WrestleMania was quite fun. But yeah, the fifth, WrestleMania all, 15. 
Okay, I'm sorry I ended Bart Gunn's career in wrestling. <laughs> I'm sorry for all the wrestling fans out there. Because believe me, yeah. I get it all the time. You killed that man's career. Aww. He wanted it. He no. wanted to fight me. Oh. I can't help it. God. And it's Vince. his tough crap. I'm sorry. That's right. But I mean, where was 15, by the way? It was in Jersey. God, it's how many people? It was huge. It was big. It, isn't it crazy? I never realized a WrestleMania. When you walk in a hotel and people have been sleeping there for three days, yeah. Before you get there, they're in the hotel lobby for three days. Waiting, just waiting. Yeah, it's like crazy. Super fans. Oh, super fans. It's maniacs. the biggest event. I mean, Super Bowl is nothing compared to WrestleMania. Yeah, but you know what it is? And, and I was talking to somebody about this very thing. It's the hearts, because wrestling grabs hearts and minds. You're invested. You're emotionally invested. And we love our team. But when, I don't know, there's something about with the helmets. I'm like, Pat Mahomes, I think kind of transcends that we do he does have hearts and minds but wrestlers are actors and they're they're also great athletes and we're following the storylines and we're just super emotionally invested in it and i mean that crowd is way louder and crazier than a football crowd it's like watching a movie you get to know the actor yes you think you know him right i get people all the time come up to me how they they know me like they physically think they like they're hug you say hello yes like they know me know me i do it's like i feel like i know you because you've been a part of wrestling and fighting since I was 20 years old, 18 years old. See, my job, the crazy thing on my job is to figure out how you know me from. Yeah, you know me yeah, from right. knocking out Johnny? Right. Wrestling? Right. Uh, right. WWF or, or boxing or like different movies or and like the Butterbean name in. they gave you Butterbean because it was a diet they put you on like chicken and butterbeans right that's the story you want to believe is that right okay <laughs> well that's what I read well so where did Butterbean come from just come to the club and I'll tell you uh, all right I, that's perfect. one of the things that's perfect. one of the most frequently asked questions well, how'd you get the nickname yeah or I thought you were dead. <laughs> no, I mean, I get that all the time. It's, it's crazy what people will say. I think it was really bad. I mean, I, like I said, I was in a wheelchair, and I'd do appearances just because I had to eat somehow. I mean, I was like broke, 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 broke. Yep. Like Roman noodle broke. Like right, I couldn't right. afford Roman noodles. You know they've went up? I, I hate it because I love ramen noodles. <laughs> For the record, 15 cents a thing. I love ramen noodles. Yeah. Chicken and beef, my favorite. <laughs> okay. We, we can, you can doctor remote now. Peter, you, oh, you, you ever throw an egg in there? Shrimp and egg. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. Dude, the egg. Sorry yeah. about that. Dude. I throw a, a slice of American cheese in there, too, sometimes. Oh Parmesan works good on top. Oh, so so, so I, I'd have guys come like, why don't you just get up out of that chair and walk? I'm like, dude, if I could, I would. I'd beat your ass like, for people, saying people it. People don't get it. I mean, they, they, they will say stuff like that. Yeah. No, no. People, this, we live in a world where when you were growing up, if you said something, you had to deal with that consequence of it. And somewhere along the line, when the internet became a thing, we learned to type stuff. The world learned to type things, well, and they when, could when do. The law, when the law changed, where you just can't punch somebody for random yeah. violence, you just and, can't get by with it no more. And apparently, but I still think you should. Like, like Tyson, that guy poured water on him in the airplane. Oh, he deserved it. I was like, beat his goddamn ass. Like, I don't think anybody in America didn't want to see. Tyson I was beat honestly that guy's disappointed ass. that Tyson didn't knock him out. Like, he he has the ability. Because if, he, if he hit that guy, he'd kill him. Though if he hit him correctly, it would have been bad. Yeah, I mean. You know, if you hit somebody, look, I'm I'm not a petite fella, but if you were to light me up, there's a good chance I'd be damaged for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah. Just and that's, that's real. he could have, though. Yeah. He should have. Yeah, no, the guy needed a, an attitude adjustment. But my point was just that I think it leaked from the internet of saying nasty, stupid, mean things. It leaked into the real world. And I'm like, hey, if you talk to me like that, like, we're going to have a real problem. That I'm not going to send you LOL, you know? Yeah, like, like yeah, it's like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah that it's, ain't act- happening it's actually going to go bad. And, uh, and But people don't, they don't understand that you're a real person with real feelings. And uh, that means real anger and real ability to beat somebody's ass thing, if you, you know, decide you got to do this. There's so much bullying out there in the world. And even adults do it still. Like, when you call somebody fat. That's a yeah. bullying type, yeah. thinking you're better sure. than they are. I don't know if it drives make people feel better. Right. Or, right. you know, mm-hmm. people's got disabilities. Like, some I've, I've noticed, my, my grandson's at autistic. He's autistic. And they, really make, bad. they don't make fun of him, do they? They make fun of autistic mm-hmm. people. I people, see people out of yeah. parents all the time. But, That's crazy. And crazy. It's, it seems like it's a lot more a lot more autistic people now than there was when I was a kid. Well, I think they're... Or it's more diagnosed. I think or, they're getting or, diagnosed now, you know? I don't get people making fun of them. No, no. I mean, kids are cruel. And I'm That's a fact. What, I mean, you, kids have always been mean. And I think I suspect that they're mean because they don't understand what what they're doing. And and uh, adults though, that, that's about that's where it's people. unforgivable. Like it's unforgivable. And like, teaching our kids better. Yeah. Right. Sure. No, no. It's it's real, man. It's I mean, it's one thing. Like we're all guys, right? You bust each other's balls if you're friends. Oh, but yeah. you but you you don't do it to strangers. You don't do it to people no, you don't know. No, no. And and above all, you don't punch down. 
you never punch down. You punch up. You know. And why would you? Like, I mean, like somebody that's fat, they know they're fat. Why would you say, "Hey, you're fat, you right. fat ass"? You know, why would they, why like an argument? Why would you want to throw that up? That's yeah. just like, yeah, I already knew that. <laughs> you tell me nothing. Yeah, it's not exactly the, <laughs> the, the greatest shot. This size, you know? <laughs> I don't get it now, and I'm still already at 300 pounds. I don't get because I'm in shape. I'm like. Right now, I'm in really good shape. You are no, I'm 300 pounds. Because I'm looking at pictures of you. What year was this? Was this photograph? I was not in bad shape there. No, no, but but you're a lot bigger there. Oh yeah, I was a lot bigger. But you're like nowhere near the shape I am now. But like your your face, like you look better. You look younger almost now. I look younger now than I did. Yes, ten fifteen years ago. For real, I look. I mean, I feel younger. It's like it's crazy. And that's and that's Diamond Dallas Page doing that with you. That and just. Him giving me a kick in life and just changing my home mentally. I mean, he, he, he did that. Yeah, he's got. He ain't gonna sugarcoat. It. He's gonna tell you, you know, look, you gotta look positive. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean you know, his he used to live with Stone with uh, Steve Austin, Stone Cold. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He tells all those great stories about Steve's what a slob, a of my, yeah. what slob Steve was. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, dude, you get to meet some people through your life sometimes, like like Diamond Dallas Page, and I, I met him through Jesse James Dupree from Jackal. Right, right. And uh, and he just became a friend of the show, and then. He came through town a couple times, and you realized he's not just selling a product. Like this is this is what he does. No, he, his ain't, heart. he ain't just for the money. No, I mean, he's got he's got the money. I mean, he ain't in it for the money. Trust me. No, he does it because he cares about people. Yeah, no, he really you can see he does, and it gives him great happiness to help somebody through a tough time. And karma, karma, yeah, goes so far. People don't get it. So when you want to down somebody, karma's gonna get you always, without I mean, a doubt. Like, the people I've got to touch, like I'll tell you the story. I was gonna save it for the show, but I was at a show doing a signing, and a little kid came up to me. He's probably twelve, fifteen. He's like, "You butterbean?" I go, "Yeah." He goes, "The real one?" I says, "Yeah." <laughs> and I got, I got a video showing of my fights behind me and like, <laughs> pictures of me in front. You know, and he goes, "You're the one knocked out Johnny Knoxville, right?" And held three world titles. And I says, "Yeah, that's me." He goes, "I ain't got no money, but can I just shake your hand?" Mm-hmm. So I shook his hand and like, you know, like I say, he's about 12, 15, 12 to 15. Like he's, he's, he's a young, sure. young kid, but not, not too no, young. No, he's just becoming, you know. Yeah. Just, yeah. so he's standing there and I'm meeting other people. And next thing I know is at the end of the table and he's got tears running on his face. And I'm thinking maybe he's abused, you know, cause I'm, I'm thinking like, cause I've been sure. doing this talk show and like, you know, I'd be surprised at celebrities that were like sexually abused as a kid and like. So I've been dealing Absolutely. with a lot of this Absolutely. Like, stuff, and uh, I said, "Come here, bud. What's the matter?" I mean, I, I'm I'm in the heart's like, you know, you see somebody like really down your yeah, gut, and just like yes. it hurts. Yeah, I don't care what's the matter. I mean, you can tell me what's up. I just never thought I'd get to meet you. I'm like, oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> He yeah, ended, he ended up with about three hundred dollars worth of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. I mean, not not that it's like, but, but I just I, wanted to give because yeah. he made me feel so good to be able to touch somebody's life. That's the thing that people who don't take time to help others will never understand. It's almost selfish. It feels so good to do the right thing it and is, to help it's someone. It's good. It's it's. I feel like that gets better for me almost than even the person you're helping. You if go. You can make you just emotionally feel so much better, and you never know how much you may have changed his trajectory that day. Like that may be the day that that literally changed the path he was on. How he feels about himself. How he feels about others. What he thinks is possible and what he doesn't think is possible. True. So there's, true. Do there's people at the time you don't know they put their hand on your back a little. And and just help move you forward a wee bit. He just needed a win. Yeah, if you can make one person's day better, yeah, they're gonna make somebody else's day better. It might be their wife because I get people that like things that like Comic Cons I go to, and they didn't want to go, but they meet me and made their wife's day already because they're happy the rest of the day. Totally. So I mean, life, <laughs> no, I get life, it, man. Karma goes a long way. So if you screw somebody over and just yeah. be mean and nasty, nothing it's good gonna comes get right. you. It's gonna get you. And, and you know, and remember when you're listening to Butterbean right now, there was a time when you didn't have a win. No, Bef- there was a time before that first fight, you were a zero in that column. And there's and that- times I've lost, and sure. like trying to recoup the 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 loss. It's like, but you know, fortunately, good karma's been on my side. Like, yeah. I've lost, and like I got more better fan response outside than he did. Yes. Yeah. Well, and you, it just, everything starts with a win, right? If you're nice to somebody, it helps. If yes. You, if you treat them like you want to be treated, like. So much easier, man. There was a fighter out there that I hate, I hate throwing somebody under the bus, and, and he's, he's a big name. Money's like the big thing in his life, but 
We was in Atlanta, and he made a statement to the news. He goes, yeah, I've never had a real job. People that work are beneath me. Yeah, like, it's just, dude, don't say you that. You wonder why. Do you, do you think he's saying it because he wants more publicity? He's trying to start the press no, cycle? No, I think he, he really thinks like, he's never had a job. He's never going to because he's a really good fighter. Yeah, it's a, it's a miserable existence. I'm like, you're 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 a very one dimensional. You got nothing. It's people like guaranteed nobody up, loves him. End up broken and not yes. got nobody to care about him. Like when they when that's right. it's over mm-hmm. with. That's right. And and guaranteed nobody in his circle really loves him. But that was his whole thing. Like money was it. That's like I've never I've never had a real job. Never gonna people that work up beneath me. I'm like, dude, no, they're not. No, yeah. it ain't for them buying tickets to your fight. Yeah. You ain't going to get no money. No, man. Like, you, you know, your words, a fat kid from Alabama, look what you've done. Look oh, what you've done. And it's still moving. You're still moving forward. There's still more to come. There's still, you know, you've got, dude, there's, you can clearly see it. There's a bunch more there. It's just, life, my, my life's been a roller coaster from, like, when I was young to now. I mean, I've been times that I've been brokered, and I mean, like, I'm sure. talking like, like I said, couldn't afford Roman noodles. And like I said, it shocked me how much they went up in price. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, tonight's the night. You want to go see him. Don't forget, Comedy Club of Kansas City, 103rd and State Line, 7 o'clock. Is, it's going to be one show, correct? Yeah. That's it. This is your chance. You've seen him on every sports channel, every ESPN, all the fights, all the different kinds of fighting, from wrestling to MMA to professional boxing. And uh, it's uh, what, a, what a fantastic day for me. Like, I just... I've been blessed. I want to tell my story, you know, and hopefully I can touch somebody. Like, if somebody's not feeling good and they're feeling down and they, you know, life's not doing them right, you know, there's things to look forward to. Ah, you're the best. The great Butterbean, man. Great Butterbean. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.